ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel Coast to Coast. And we're back. Pharrell Coast to Coast, hour number two right here on SportsGrid and SportsGrid Radio. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. lot to do here in the second hour. We'll have Cam on about the golf. We've got the Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Palmer Invitational teeing off at Bay Hill uh, tomorrow morning. We also have the Puerto Rico Open uh, if you really would like to deep dive uh, onto the PGA Tour. Joe, I mean, the golf. We got two tournaments this weekend, baby. The golf. Uh, look out. Uh, also, Coach will be on for the lion's share uh, with his plays uh, for tonight. I think get a pick from you at least tonight on the radio show, Joe, for the Puerto Rico Open. I mean, we have to uh, get. Oh, yeah. You'll forget, get a pick. I'll forget the Arnold the Palmer. Combine. I know. You're locked in on the Combine. Joe loves watching these guys lift weights and run around in shorts uh, at the Combine. <laughs> Joe lives uh, for this week. Uh, we'll go to the Dolphins now. Your team, Joe. Uh, General Manager Chris Greer said earlier today the team is not afraid of giving Tua a long-term deal, but uh, they have not picked up his fifth-year option yet. Uh, here is head coach Mike McDaniel yesterday explaining uh, the reasoning behind that. Um, I mean, what, what is today's date? It's in February. What's our, our deadline? So we probably best serve to utilize the time. That's kind of um, uh, the, the way we're approaching it, but um, uh, th that doesn't mean that we're s spending any um, long period of time not discussing it. This is um, something that uh, uh, Chris and I have been working through and will continue to work through. Now, Joe, I actually, uh, we like having fun with Mike, uh, and he's a great dresser, and, and, he's, and he's funny, and he, in the offseason, I mean, by week nine or ten, he wasn't so funny uh, when they were losing those games. But I actually do agree with him on this. I think people do make way too big a deal about things. There's a deadline for when you have to give a guy uh, the pick up or decline the fifth-year option, whether you pick it up the first day that you can or the last day that you can. What's the difference as long as they pick it up? Like, if they, if they go through the deadline and they don't pick it up, then, you, yeah, you talk about it. But right now, I mean, it, they could still do it, what, whatever. What's the no, big deal if they have to win? No, I disagree. 
First of all, he's the smartest guy in the room, right? Smartest guy in the room when Mike McDaniel talks, right? And I disagree about the dresser because at the end of the day, the man wore a white tank top under a white linen shirt and looked at like absolute. He looked like a tool. He really did at the end of the day. But I will say this in terms of Mike McDaniel with the leader of his offense. Why do you want to, if you're gonna not, not going to pick it up, why don't you go all out and try to get a playmaker like Lamar Jackson in your offense? And if you are going to pick it up, why do you want to string along Tua in terms of the uncertainty? He is the leader of your team, the leader of your offense. Just get it over with. Pick up the option if that's the route that you want to go and move on. Why do you want to bring so much uncertainty to this organization that missed the playoffs in terms of their, their the way they played? I mean, they had an opportunity to win the division, and after Tua gets hurt, that was it. So you just want to chop him. That's it. You're done. Uh, throw no. him to the side. No. You're finished. No, wait a second. Chop him. Go get Lamar. No. Go get, you just no. said it. Go get Lamar. Chop him. Well, as a Dolphin fan, there's major concerns about Tua in terms of the concussions. I need to know for a fact that it's not going to creep its head up in terms of week number eight or week number nine. If there's that uncertainty there, yeah, for the better part of the team and maybe Tua's health long term, I want to go in a different direction. I wouldn't put up, pick up the option. I would, if I could get all in on Lamar Jackson right here, right now, being from the state of Florida, being a Miami kid, yeah, I would take Lamar Jackson over two in a heartbeat right now. I think many Dolphin fans would. Lamar hasn't finished the last two years either. Remember that. I'd rather, uh, yeah, but it's not concussions, yeah. though. It's not concussions. I That's a different animal. I understand, but he hasn't he hasn't finished the last couple of years as well. So be careful there. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159, Sports Byline. Good to have you with us. One more from Mike, uh, Joe, because like I said, he's one guy who actually brings like a small amount of entertainment to this snooze fest down in Indianapolis. Uh, he was asked about Jordan Poyer uh, saying that he wants to play for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, here is McDaniel's response to that. Um, well, I'm not in the business of tampering. And I believe, I mean, you guys might be trying to get this second year hustle on me, but um, we need every draft pick we can get. So uh, I'm all for Dolphins fandom. And the more players that, you know, even if they're on our opponent's team, if they're cheering for Dolphins, I think that's, that's good for all of us. Right, Hal? Oh, now you don't have an opinion. Okay. Oh, oh. Now we're Mr. Comedian Joe uh, in the offseason at the podium in Indianapolis, preseason before the games are real. Uh, now Mike is uh, very funny with the media. He likes to do that. That's your boy. Our defense needs all the help we can get, Carver. That's the only way this team Vic. will make it over the top. Got Fangio now. That's your guy. Uh, Vic Fangio going to run on a the helmet? Is a good old Vic going to put on the leather helmet? And run out there? <laughs> Problem solved. Great defensive coordinator to go with the genius. You guys are all set uh, down in South Beach. Everybody wants to play there? I mean, what could go wrong? We'll come back and talk about the Arnold Palmer PGA. Me and Cam give you the picks next on C2C. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty, Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. It's Wednesday. I'm here, and that means yep. there's golf tomorrow. So Cam Stewart, the prime minister, game time decisions uh, every day, 6 p.m. East here on the grid, uh, joins me now. All right, Cam, last week we had a winner. Congrats to you. Captain Kirk uh, did get across the finish line at the Honda Classic. Nice start for me and you there uh, as you brought it home with Captain Kirk. Yeah, Captain Kirk, beam me down some holograms, Canadian money, brown ones with holograms. I want some greenbacks this week, Carver. I'll tell you, he didn't make it easy. When I saw that second no. shot on 18 hit the rocks and almost photo through the Honda that was sitting in the water, uh, my I absolutely lost my mind. I was just staring at the screen going, really? This is how you're going to do me this week? But anyway, golf's like that. Eric Cole, for everybody holding an Eric Cole ticket at 301, more power to you. That could have been a really nice hedge, but... Love it this week, Carver. I know we're on some of the same guys, and it's an interesting one. Arnold Palmer's tournament, Bay Hill. Let's hope the conditions get tough there. And maybe, hey, minus five won before, so maybe these guys aren't going to be shooting like 20, 25 under. If the wind picks up, this is a beast of a course, close to 700,500 yards. It's pretty big. No, you you look at the winning scores here the last few years, Cam. This is not uh, a 20 under, a 25 under. This is a very tough course. Uh, You can liken it to... You know, some of the tougher courses you see in a U.S. Open type of setting. And I think that those are the type of guys, Cam, that we want to look to this week. This is now an elevated event as well. So we've got the $20 million prize purse like we saw at the Genesis and at the Waste Management uh, a couple of weeks ago. So what does that mean, Cam? That means all the heavies uh, have made their way to Bay Hill uh, for the API to try to put on the red sweater on Sunday. Uh, let's start by looking at who the favorites are for mm-hmm. this weekend. And of course, the three guys at the top are pretty much the same three guys now. Every, Every week. week that everyone plays, it's Rom, it's Rory, it's Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler's the defending champ. 
It feels like Rom hasn't lost a golf tournament yet this year. Yep. And Rory's and Rory's Rory, Cam. And uh, look, and then you got Homa, Willie Z, Colin Morikawa, Cantley, and uh, Xander Shoffley there as well. But those three at the top, uh, very tough to beat right now, Cam. Out of the chalk carver, I think we're going to agree. I think it's Rory McIlroy's uh, tournament. I know John Rahm is in probably the best form. He's the world number one. Scheffler, he's amazing, those guys. But I think Rory, with his distance off the tee and significantly driving the ball, is his greatest strength. If there's problems, that'll help him. I've ne- I learned one thing about Rahm. He is the best, better putter than those guys. But I'll tell you this. If the winds pick up, maybe Rahm, he has a temper. Maybe he gets a little bit frustrated. That's the difference between him and those other guys. Scheffler's cool as a cu- cucumber. Nothing rattles him. And Rory's a guy that can really grind. So out of the chalk, I prefer Rory. And I think you brought up a good point earlier when we were talking, Carver. You can get Rory. He's only 9-1 to one here uh, as we're looking at the tote board. But all these chalk guys, Rory's been good out of the gate recently. I've seen a 22-1 to one for a first-round leader bet, and I know you'll be on top of that. I think if you're going to take Rory, you got to put the first-round leader in at 22-1. to one. That's a great price. That's where you can nail those top guys with first-round leaders. You get a better price than their actual outright. Rory, the last six years here, Cam, 13th, 10th, 5th, 6th, 1st, and 4th. Yep. I mean, aside Amazing. from last year, all, all <laughs> top 10s. I think first-round leader in three of the last five or four of the last five years, he's either had a piece or solo, and we'll get to that board in a little bit. I rarely do guys at 22-1 to one for first-round leader. I'm a glutton, Cam. I like the bombs, but I think you have to yeah. uh, put a little something on Rory tomorrow for that first round. Uh, here's who I've got, Cam. We'll start with mine for yep. the outrights. Uh, my six-pack, I guess, if you would like to say. I have Rory as the chalk at 9-1, to one, just because these elevated events, it seems like you got to have one chalk guy, uh, just with the way that it's gone so far. Willie Z's 18-1. to one. Cam, I did something I never do. I looked yep. at the boards. Monday morning at 7 a.m. to see where the odds were for some of these guys. I got Willie Z at 30-1 to one, uh, on Monday morning. Amazing. So I got a nice Willie Z ticket. I got Victor Hovland at 35-1. to one. He's 25 now. I got Hatton at 45. He's 33 now. And I got Fitz uh, at 40, which is what he is now. And I'm on Keith Mitchell as well, who's played really well the first two months of this year, Cam. I like the way Mitchell's hitting the ball. I'll tell you something. Your boy Josh Allen, uh, him and Keith Mitchell become friends. Keith Mitchell does everything well. He hits the ball straight off the team. He's sneaky long, Carver. His iron play is impeccable. What's Keith Mitchell's problem? Like all these guys. We talk about it with Hovland every Putting. That's what separates Max Homa from these other guys. He hits 10-foot putts for par. These other guys miss. If Keith Mitchell can roll the rock this weekend, he could be in the winner's circle. I love the price. And he's a great win player, too. I'm not afraid. Hey, it's an interesting theory. Who won last week? Captain Kirk. Georgia? You got a Georgia Bulldog on your mind with Keith Mitchell. Sometimes these things happen in twos and threes, Carver. I'm going to have a couple Bulldogs in, in my wins in top 20s as well. Matthew Fitzpatrick, top 10 the last four years uh, here at the Arnold Amazing. Palmer. little concerned about his neck, though, Cam. He's, he's been struggling the last few weeks with a neck injury. Apparently, he was getting more scans uh, earlier this week, so that's why he's sitting there at such a big price. Cam, mm-hmm. tell me what you got here for the outright wins. I'm going to add a couple too, Carver. I'm going to be honest with you. When you sent me your picks, like I'm like, I love every single guy. So I think we're going to be happy this week. Zalatoris, I only got him at 22. I wish there was an odds boost. That's what great tip for all you golf bettors out there. Listen to what Carver says. It's kind of like early NFL. See the lines early in the morning. If you got kids and you're changing diapers or reading the paper, whatever you're doing, 
jump on the betting sites and smash the chalk because people hit these guys hard. Guys like, you know, Keith Mitchell and Gary Woodland won't move the needle as much, but the Zalatoris, the Roms, the Rorys, those guys. Give me Will Zalatoris at 22 to 1. I love this string beam. He's going to play well here. Great ball striker. I worry about his putting a little bit, but I worry about, you know, a lot of things with a lot of guys putting. Jason Day, 31 to 1. This guy is trending in the right direction, which I got more. Keith Mitchell, I am a wild party, the same as you. And I can't believe the price. When I went on a couple sites, I saw Gary Woodland at 90, and I saw him at 40 to 1 yeah. on a couple others. Like, are you kidding me? Look at the discrepancy. Gary Woodland has won a U.S. Open carver. He has the game, and he's playing better now. Gary Woodland coming into form. Love that price. Perfect type of course for a guy like Gary Woodland. Uh, this is a low-scoring course, not a, t a birdie fest with yep. a minus 25. You want Gary Woodland there. Uh, here we have Cam's top 20s and top 40s. Give me what you got. Everybody, same thing. Zalatoris, Day, Hovland, Mitchell, all plus money. And look what we did, Carver. The top 40s. Gary Woodland for top 40 at plus 110. And wee yeah, wee, senor. Great. Hey, I got to have a croissant and a ham and cheese. Give me Lucas Herbert, the pride of France at plus 160. This guy hits it a mile. Uh, here's my top 20s for you, Cam. I'm going to uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who I had before, plus 135. Like He's got a first and a second in the last three years. He's won this event, came in second last year. How about Tigala, Cam? He's got six top tens already this season. I'm only going for the 20 at plus 170. I like Mitchell there, who we talked about, some deep bombs. Tom Hoagie sandwich, good numbers for this course at three to one. And Bezidenhut, who we love, we've kind of gotten off him, but three straight years in the top 20 at the Arnold Palmer, plus 375, harder field this year. Ryan yep. Fox, who the hell's that, Cam? He comes <laughs> over from the DP World Tour. Look, the guys from the DP World Tour, Europeans do well at this tournament, Cam. Every single year, Europeans are in the mix because it, it, the course suits what they do over there. Watch for Ryan Fox. I uh, love that. Sneak in on a You're crazy a like a fox carver. Great pick. Uh, Great first, pick. <laughs> first round leader bombs. Rory, 22 to 1. Tagala 55 to 1. Fleetwood, and the same reason as Fox. 60 to yep. 1. Harmon, Adam Hadwin, and the commissioner. Commissioner. Will, Will Gordon, Gordon. At 125 <laughs> to 1 uh, for first round leader this week. I like it. The commissioner faded last weekend. Call Batman. He's a he's a Thursday, Friday warrior, but I like your pick. Well, McElroy at 22. Great pick, Carver. You're only getting him at nine for the tournament. Watch out for Rory. Out of the gate hot. I love it. And and Fleetwood likes to start early as well. 60 is a good price. Uh, 20 seconds, Kim. Give me a pick for Puerto Rico. I like Bryce Garnett at 50 to 1. Let's go. My boy, Wu, <laughs> Wu Tang Clan, and Ryan Whoa. Armour. Let's go to medieval oh, times, everyone. Yes, there a turkey you go. leg for us all. And a goblet the of PGA wine. picks uh, from Carver High and Cam on C to C for the Arnold Palmer and the Puerto Rico. Back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. 
Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty. It is time for the Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. We're going to bring Coach Young in here. Of course, you place a single first basket score bet on any NBA game up to $25 risk-free. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Be styling like the big ticket. Single first basket score bet any NBA game up to 25 risk-free. Lion's Share BetMGM. Coach James Young is with us, as always, here on C2C. All right, Coach, before we get to tonight, there's a couple things we need to discuss. First, your boy Harden, uh, James Harden, of course, who just, you know, he just loves Coach to, in the middle of a season, cause drama. And I know he he didn't say this specifically, but if it's coming out, it's coming from his people, uh, that allegedly Harden is serious about a possible return to Houston this summer um, sources say Harden is extremely fond of their collection of talent, notably second-year guard Jalen Green. Now, we know, obviously, Harden was in Houston, got traded to Brooklyn. I'm sure he's still got mansions down in Houston, the whole deal. I mean, Coach, uh, Sixers are trying to win a, like a title here. Like, why do, why do we got to do this stuff in the middle of the season? It amazes me. It really does. And we thought that he took a pay cut because he wanted to win a championship. Oh, hell no, he didn't want that. He was trying to get that next check. And can you imagine this? A team that plays no defense whatsoever. The arguably the worst defensive guard backcourt of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. And Jalen Green don't like to pass the ball. Now you're going to add James Harden to it? I mean, listen, folks, let's just call it what it is. He wants to go back down there. Carver Hart is right. He probably got some property down there. He, he, they're probably giving him the bag because, let's be honest, who's going to go watch a Houston Rockets game anyway? He'll pad his stats. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. That's the guy that was getting triple doubles as padding his stats. Him and Russell Westbrook, not Yoke the Joker. But to me, he's just trying to get some money. And I do believe Texas, no state income tax. So, he may be able to get that money stretched a little bit further, if you know what I'm saying. Well, especially since, Coach, since he's left Houston, he's had to stretch that money in a place like New York, Brooklyn, <laughs> Philadelphia. You know, he'd he be stretching that. I don't mean, I don't know where he's living down there. Maybe he's living in South Jersey. That ain't much better. So he's been trying to stretch that money in some places in the Northeast that it go a lot further down in Houston. And here's another thing that will gas this up even more, Coach. The Rockets are one of the three teams that are going to have the most ping-pong balls for your boy Wembenyama. And if they got him, and you got Victor and Green, you know Harden's really going to want to be running there because he's going to try to jump on that train. 
That's because oh, yeah. I think that boy's that boy's serious. You know, he's already coming in saying, I'm not go, you know, whatever team I go to, they're going to the playoffs next year. Like he's like, he's gonna elevate a team, and you know Harden wants to be around for that, uh, the rebirth in Houston. So I could definitely see it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's going to definitely want to be a part of that. And don't sleep on all fair and shun goodness who'd have taken a big jump in year number two. Yeah. But knowing, knowing, knowing James Harden's luck, the ping ball ball's going to come out, and they're going to go second, and they're going to take Scoot yeah. Henderson, and they're going to say no to James well, Harden. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I, I, I've said this to Scotty a bunch uh, the last few weeks and months. The Spurs are going to get the first pick. Because... Oh, yeah. When, whenever something like this happens, it's when, it's the odd random year where the Spurs really suck, whether it's David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and now it'll happen again this year. They're going to get this Wembenyama kid, and he's going to you know probably give Pop another five years on the sideline, he's gonna give, and he's going to make the Spurs great again because that's what always happens to the Spurs. It's just weird. It's just one of those weird things, Coach, uh, that goes on. Uh, so that's been my prediction for a while now. Next, let's talk about the Lakers. They played the Grizzlies last night. They got whacked. They played AD. They're in OKC tonight. A team that's right with them in that fight to get into the playing tournament. So they're not playing AD tonight. Now, they already don't got LeBron. They don't got D'Lo. If you were going into these two games and you said, all right, well, we're going to sit in one of them, which is stupid to begin with, wouldn't you have sat him last night instead of tonight, coach? What is the thinking about here? Man, Stevie Wonder could see what the Lakers should have done. And that's rest AD last night. You're not be. let's put it, let's be honest. Even though they played well early on, they were not going to beat the Grizzlies. Like, let's just call it what it is. They weren't beating the Grizzlies. So you play Anthony Davis 36 minutes. He gives you 28 and 19. And you rest him tonight. Like, this is the kind of thing that you just, it doesn't make sense. It's like, I, and you wonder this, like, does anybody really care that much? I mean, because well, now, yeah, you know, yeah. does he care that much? Because you know what I, I know, that. if you're sitting in 12, Oklahoma City's a half game behind, only because they've lost four in a row, you're going to sit out tonight? Like, well, and, I, and the funny thing is, I liked OKC plus the points before the injury. It moved, the, the line moved four to five points. So we yeah. know what's going to happen in that game tonight. Coach, for all we know, we don't know the specifics here. It's possible Ham and the Lakers went to him and said, listen, big fella, we need you. You're playing both nights? Like, let's go. And he played 36 minutes last night. For all we know, after the game, he said, yeah, I, I can't go tomorrow. He, it could be him asking out. I mean, we got no... We got no way to tell. You know that they're not going to throw him under the bus until he leaves the organization. But for now, they're going to protect him and say that his, his back's hurting him or whatever excuse they had on the injury report today. That's for sure. Coach, picks for tonight. Let's go, including KD finally playing for the Suns tonight uh, after the trade weeks ago. We finally get to see KD. Oh, KD's back. So you know what that means? We're going under 228 and a half. And Suns Hornets. The under is five and one. The last six road games to the under for the, the Suns. It's four and oh to the under the last four games overall for the Hornets. 35 16 and one. The last 52 home games for the Hornets. At home versus Cleveland. Cleveland is one and four against the spread the last five games overall. 
Celtics are five or four to get to spread the last four home games, seven and two against the spread the last nine games overall. After they got beat up in New York, Carver High, the Celtics very rarely play two bad back-to-back games. They recover versus a team that doesn't play well on the road. Give me Cleveland. I'm sorry, the Celtics, minus the points. Nets, you know where I'm going. I'm going to New York. We back. New York Knicks, minus seven and a half at home versus the Nets. Knicks are 5-0-1 against the spread the last six games overall. 4-0-1, the uh, last five at home, which is something that's rare for them. They went 9-2 in February. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But they're playing well as anybody in the East except for the Bucks. Give me the Knicks minus 7.5. Last, we're going to the Blazers' money line versus but I used to fly Pelican. Well, the, that Pelican done been grounded. I'm done with that team. Pelicans are 1-5 against the spread. 1-6 against the spread, I should say, the last seven road games. All four against the spread the last four games overall. Trailblazers, not good either, but it's game time. Dame gets about 40. Give me the Trailblazers on the money line. Man, Dame time last night. I mean, they were blowing the Warriors out, and that game turned fast in the second half, man. I mean, that game turned fast. I couldn't believe it, uh, how the Warriors came and just smoked them. Uh, in that second half at the at the chase. Um, Knicks, those two losses, Coach, I mean, they were close losses, too. Uh, those two Nick losses in the month of February. They've been playing really well. Think about this, folks. They're, they went 9-2 and two in February. The two losses they had, they blew a 10-point lead to Philadelphia at home. The 10-point lead in the third quarter. And the other game, they were beating the Clippers with 1.4 seconds left. Should have never lost that. Batum game. hits a three and sends it to overtime. The Knicks are playing really well. There's talk here that Tibbs has adjusted offensively. He ain't adjusted. He's got Jalen Brunson. That's the adjustment. Julius Randle's falling line, and Josh Hart has been spectacular. The Knicks are playing really dangerous. I said yesterday, do not sleep on them to get the four seed. It is a possibility. Uh, College coach, um, last night Villanova got the win. I was talking to DeCourcy earlier. I mean, he's kind of getting on your page. They beat UConn on Saturday and win, uh, make a little run in that Big East tournament. Uh, Villanova's starting to find their way through the door here for March. Yeah, they're going to go in the back door, and, and they deserve so because if the NCAA tournament is going to look at, the committee's going to look at not just how you play all year, but how you're playing down the stretch. Remember, folks, Justin Moore tore his Achilles in the Elite Eight game last year versus Houston. Did not come back to midway through the year. It takes time. Cam Whitmore, star freshman, missed most of the beginning of the year with an injury. They're playing really well. And if you can win at Xavier, Creighton at home, UConn within a two-week, two-and-a-half-week span, win at The Rock, and win two games at MSG, you got at the selection committee have to throw out the quad wins, which they have more than North Carolina, and they could be up to four or five by the time it's all said and done. Villanova, if they can beat UConn and make a run, deserves a tournament bid. Coach, round one of the NEC tonight. I always love the NEC tournament. Sacred Heart and Wagner, Central Connecticut and St. Francis. We got Fairleigh Dickinson and St. Francis Brooklyn. I love that tournament every year, Coach, the NEC. Love it. Let's go. Hey, you got like that that (laughs) basketball. One and done. (laughs) Lion share. Coach Young back on C2C right after 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back for El Coast to Coast here with you on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty, Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us. All right, uh, Joe, uh, I hope you wrote down all the golf picks and all the uh, NBA picks uh, for tonight, and especially coaches, since I know you're probably going to go on the other side uh, of coaches' picks. So I wanted to make sure that you It's not nice. It's not nice. Don't say that. This is what you do. You go after everybody. You go after my picks, coaches' picks. You go after everyone, Joe. That's what you do. That's not true. You know okay. the picks I like for college hoops tonight. I, I make no bones about it. I'm we're, going right after. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, I know you're, so once again, you're coming after me uh, in South Bend tonight. I know what you're doing. You're coming right at me uh, with that pit squad. So we'll do a little college hoops in the final hour of C2C. Let's talk about the NBA from last night, Joe, before we get to tonight's games. I really don't want to talk about the NBA from last night. Uh, you did the radio show with me. How bad of a mood was I in uh, after... <laughs> after Dallas and Utah (laughs) couldn't win their games. Let's start with these guys. So the Mavericks lose at home. They're now one and four uh, since the Kyrie trade. Luka and Kyrie still, I guess, not on the same page, whatever you want to call it. Uh, The Pacers beat them 124-122. They had about a billion chances in the last two minutes of this game to either tie it or take the lead. Uh, But it ends with Kyrie Irving chucking one up. Uh, behind the three-point line on Valley Sports, Indiana. Kyrie Irving against McConnell. Five seconds, four seconds, step back, three. No good. And the Pacers win it. The Pacers win it. They start the road trip 2-0. And Rick Carlisle comes back to Dallas and gets the win. You got all that time, Joe, right? He's got all that time. He's got Lucas sitting in the corner doing nothing. On his birthday, too. Should have gave Luka the rock uh, on his birthday to try to get the winner. You're only down two. You could have drove it at seven, eight seconds there. He had enough time to drive it, maybe get fouled, take it to the rack. It takes a step back three. Like, what are we doing here, Joe? I was so upset last night uh, with that game. <laughs> Kyrie really screwed the Mavs last night. He was awful. We need, we need to have a camera when we do the radio show with action on the you line. I tell you night. what, I would love 
I would have loved to have been in the Carver household last night. But you bring up a couple of points. Now, the first thing is Kyrie and Luca playing on the same team. Both players are ball hogs. And whenever the ball goes to them, it's like the black hole. We talk about it each and every night. You send it to Kyrie, you send it to Luca. It ain't coming back the other way. So you might as well shoot it. That's the first problem. The second problem is you talk about Kyrie, Kyrie driving to the net, right? What player in the NBA, right, with the game on the line, they never drive to the net. Nobody. That's the problem with the NBA now. We're not talking about Jordan. We're not talking about Pippen back in the days uh, of real basketball where they would bang in a little body English, right? You know what I'm talking about. We talk about it all the time. Rodman, Bill Lambeer, Carl Malone. Let's get it on. A little Charles Barkley. Let's go. I, I should have known that you were going to turn this into like some kind of blue collar situation, blue but, but collar that's the basketball. Thing. Let me ask you this: blue What collar. player yeah. in the NBA today, with the game on the line in the regular season, is willing to risk his mind, body, and soul to get a bucket with three seconds left? You tell me. Uh, Who's going to sell their body out? Is there I anyone? I mean, I'm sure we Let's could. I'm sure we could find a couple of guys. Uh, and more importantly, just... I'll take it a step further. Which defensive player is going to step up and deny that basket? You show me the guy on the defensive side of the ball that's going to take the technical one and break the guy in terms of coming to the basket. Not in my house. Not a lot of blue-collar teams out there no. uh, for Joe Lisi. That's for sure. Just not too many. Let's hear uh, from Kyrie uh, explain the miserable step-back three that he took uh, at the end of the game. Here we go. Great shot. Great look. Mm -hmm. Great Just look. Go down. Um, yeah, obviously we had a few different options on that last play, uh, but I just a appreciate few. the coaching staff and my teammates trust me with that shot. Um, and just the, the yeah. comfort they gave me. Next afterwards. time, give it to you the know, other guy. Really want to win here. Uh, really put a lot of pressure on myself at times. Um, I think I need to scale it back a little bit just because of the second half of the season. Just feeling like we got to be great every single possession um and usually these learning curves or learning moments happen in preseason and it's just happening now so it, it definitely it puts a glaring eye on what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong easy to criticize but um for us i just got to focus on um, being the best that i can be and showing up for not only luca but for my teammates i mean call it like it is joe like i know scotty we joke around about Kyrie a lot and like it's true like this guy's the black cloud diner I mean, let's just be fair here. I mean, he go. I mean, the Mavs. Not that the Mavs were first in the West when they got him or anything like that. But one and four since they traded for this guy. The way that he was playing and you know how Brooklyn was going before he went there. I don't know. Um, Barbara, I know it's five games. That's a very small sample size. But God, it's just uh, so far what? just not working out. What, what 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 was with the greetings and salutations? I appreciate the organization, the coaching staff for for really you know giving me that opportunity for that. Uh, yeah. Oh, he checked it out with Cuban. Oh, hey, Mark, can I take this shot? Hang on, let me get on the cell phone with seven seconds left and ask the owner. Why doesn't the owner throw him under the bus? If I was Cuban and I'm as outspoken, chopped. That was a terrible shot. Call him out in the press conference. Why not? Uh, they These guys have no guts. Uh, this game's bothered me, Joe. Let me move on to the next game that bothered me. Uh, the Spurs had lost 16 in a row going into Utah last night. So, of course, uh, with Utah down five, you know, in the second half, I'm like, 
In-game, Moneyline Utah. Moneyline Utah. Moneyline Utah. They're going to win this game, right? They're going to win this game. Spurs are awful. They've lost 16 in a row. Not last night, Joe. 102-94. Spurs get the win in Utah. Gutless performance uh, from the Jazz, Joe. Uh, So both of those, Dallas and uh, the Jazz, really cost me last night. That's why I'm staying away from the NBA tonight, Joe. Just college tonight. You went with Joe Poe last night. That's what it was. Uh, Joe Joe, Joe, teams lost 16 games in a row. You can't beat them at home. Down five early in the fourth quarter. You can't come back and win the game. Come on, Joe. Gutless is what that was. Wizards beat the Hawks 119-116. Trey Young missed not one but two uh, chances to tie the game with a three at the end. The Bucks beat the Nets 118-104. They started off sluggish, Joe, but in the second half, Everybody was getting it going for Milwaukee, including Drew Holiday at the end of the third quarter on Valley Sports Milwaukee. With a four-point edge, final few seconds here of the quarter. Crossover move. Drew Holiday is so smooth. Check that hand. It's on fire. Check the hand, Joe. It's on fire uh, right there. Nice win for the Bucks. I mean, they, and they've won 15 in a row. About as quiet uh, as it could possibly get. Uh, for the Bucks so far, so they just keep chugging along. I'm passing on Vaughn. I can't listen to him. He's another one. Nets need to close out games. Yeah, they need to close out games. How about winning a game? That would be the good start. Raptors beat the Bulls last night. The Grizzlies beat the Lakers. Me and Coach were talking about it. No LeBron, no D'Angelo Russell. AD played. He wasn't very good. Here's Darvin Ham, Joe, the head coach of the Lakers, on how hard it is uh, life without LeBron. Gee, you think? Uh, here's Darvin. Absolutely. You, you got... You know, arguably the best player to ever play the game, you're going to feel his absence. <laughs> That's for damn sure. But, you know, these guys, like I said, we have cap- capable players in, at all positions. And, you know, it's just a matter of us slowing down, understanding what we got to get to, making sure our spacing is correct, and then having a rhythm to what we're doing. I don't know, Joe. If he's not going to play, um, for many of these games down the stretch, and Anthony Davis is going to sit games like tonight, they're not making a play-in tournament. They're not even getting into that, no. uh, the way that they're going, right? No. couple of factors, though. The last time they played uh, OKC, they lost. That was the game that uh, LeBron broke the uh, scoring title, right? They lose 133-130 to 130 in that ball game. So tonight's probably a dead under from that. And the other thing I took away from Darvin Ham is that he said arguably – the best player of all time. So obviously he's got to be buying in to think that MJ is the best ever, right? So that's why he threw that out there. That's that's I read through the lines there in terms of in terms of what he feels about LeBron. Well, uh, you got to remember, Joe. He uh, can't he can't come out and say the best player ever because then what? he's got a billion people uh, asking, "What well, you saying? You saying Michael's not the best player? You saying this guy's not?" The... So well, you, you got to give guy. yourself some outs. You got to get. I know it's his why guy. Why do you got to give but... yourself? This... Why go up to the podium and face it the way I do when I lose a crypto play? You do go to the podium every night, Joe. Uh, Ten every o'clock night. east on Sports Grid Radio. Uh, you go to the podium every single night. Problem is, and I don't like saying this, you've been going to the podium a lot lately, and not for the right reasons. We need to wow. change whoa, that. Whoa, uh, whoa, Joe. whoa, 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 whoa. We need to change that's, that that's tonight. A, that's a little low. Except in, you're, you're except in low South early. Bend. Yeah, except shots in South fired. Bend. That's right. This isn't, this isn't, I mean, I'm not speaking out of place here. I mean, it's, you've been Two and a half weeks ago, it was on a heater, 71 with the crypto place. I know, but now you're, now you're giving back. You're giving back now. We got to turn it around here. 
got the Iron Bowl tonight. You have to get back in the Iron Bowl. The Nuggets, the Nuggets beat the Rockets 133-112. Uh, the Kings did beat Oklahoma City 123-117. Swept both games there. This one's specifically for Joe. Kevin Herter with the three, putting the game away on NBC Sports California. Very nice talent. Back out to Mitchell. One more to Herter. His three on the way. Pure. And he drills it. And the lead is up to 11. Did you play that Kevin Herter uh, over two and a half threes no. last night, Joe? Was that no, on the card? You had everybody... I yeah, and everybody, everybody else. Yeah, everybody else in the league. 14 and a half. He ended at 14. Kawhi over 26 and a half. Ended at 23. Gutless by both of those players. And Herder was the one night that I wasn't on his total. Total last night he hurt me. He kicked me in the shins. Uh, he was not good. Uh, Westbrook was awful for you last night, Joe. Uh, my apologies there. The Blazers last night uh, in San Francisco against the Warriors. Uh, they were destroying them, Joe, in the first half. I mean, absolutely destroying the Warriors. And then the Warriors decided to put up a little 39-17 third quarter to take the game from Portland. Uh, Clay Thompson, of course, putting it away late on NBC Sports Bay Area. Flat in the ball game. Another chance to tie. Clay for the lead. Got it! It's only right. Man, what a meltdown by the Blazers, Joe. I thought that one was in the, I thought it was a paycheck night for the Warriors. I figured they were just laying down, but at home they came back. No Dame time in the second half last night, Joe. Well, think about this. Portland is a team that gets owned, in my opinion, by Golden State. They just can't. They don't match up well with them. And every time in the second half, they seem to wear down. That's just my personal assessment. That no matter what, it's just Golden State has their number. Steve Kerr was very proud uh, of the second-half comeback by the Warriors as well. Uh, so good job by him. And the Timberwolves beat the Clippers 108-101. Clippers, uh, like the Mavericks, have not been very good since uh, all their trades changing around their team. Uh, they have struggled here. I think they've lost three in a row now, four out of five. Uh, so they have been a problem uh, since changing things up. Uh, all right, Joe, we'll do more NBA at the top of the hour, including tonight's games. Uh, Kevin Durant back, Joe. I know you've been looking forward to this as he will debut for the Suns in Charlotte against the Hornets. Uh, we will come back and do this day in sports history, which Joe also loves very much. Frell Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty. We're back here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming. Discover beauty around every turn. 
Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and go for the two. Joe Lisi in for Scotty here on SportsGrid and SportsGrid Radio. All right, Joe, it is time for today. In Carver High Sports History, 1969, Phil Esposito. Joe had uh, a bowl of spaghetti with him down in Tampa once. Has a goal and an assist against the Rangers to give him 99 points for the season, breaking the NHL record for most of the season. 1970, Bobby Orr becomes the first defenseman in NHL history to score 25 points in a season. What? 1970, Charlie Burns becomes the first player coach in NHL history when he plays for the North Stars in an 8-0 win over the Maple Leafs. Do it yourself, they always said, Joe. The coach didn't like what he saw. Get on out there and play. 76, the Golden Bear, Jack Nicklaus, wins his second PGA Players Championship. 81, Rockets' Calvin Murphy misses a free throw to end his NBA record consecutive streak at 78. 86, Peter Stasty of the Nordiques becomes just the second player in NHL history to score 100 points in each of his first six seasons. Look out. 88, Wayne Gretzky picks up a first period assist, moves ahead of Gordie Howe to become the all-time leader in career assists. 1993, George Steinbrenner reinstated as general partner of the team after he was previously banned because of his relationship with convicted gambler Howard Howie Spira. 96, the Hawks' Lenny Wilkins, first coach to reach 1,000 victories. 1997, Hector Camacho stopped Sugar Ray Leonard in the fifth to retain the IBC middleweight title. Only time Sugar Ray was knocked out in his career sends him into permanent retirement. Joe was on Camacho. Here we go. Sugar Ray Leonard in trouble. So much time remaining to try to survive this fifth round. Joe Cortez is ready to stop this fight. Camacho landing. Cortez is stopping now. It's time. There it is. And it's all You remember that one, Joe, uh, when Sugar Ray went down? You remember that fight? Uh, I do. I do. I was a Hagler guy in the middleweight division, but Camacho, oh, way overrated. Hagler over guy. Final hour, CDC next. In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California road trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.